0: Now, I'm going to explain to you how the brain works, and I'm going to make this super simple for the sake of this conversation, all right? There's the upper brain and the lower brain. The upper brain is where consciousness is. It is where our logical decision-making process takes place. The lower brain is where subconscious is and where the emotional part of our decision-making takes place. And there's a constant battle between the two of these brains, and this is very important for understanding what we're going to talk about here. You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. We dream bigger and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty and oh my gosh, we've got so much to cover this week. I don't even know where to begin. I have been reading and studying so much over the weekend. In fact, I read like seven or eight hundred pages uh, of books worth of books this over the past weekend, and it has been just phenomenal. I discovered so many things. Right now, I'm going through different books for different things. I'm studying physics, upon which, by the way, I discovered time travel to the future is actually a real thing, which we don't have time to get into this podcast this episode, but fascinating stuff, right? Everything that we know is just like, oh, man, it's so cool. So anyway, I've been studying physics, and uh, I'm getting to quantum physics more, right, and really studying that. And so in order to better understand quantum physics and quantum theory and, and quantum mechanics and all, all the things surrounding that, I first need to go and study physics and understand physics and all the parts I'm making up there. So I'm reading a book, uh, Einstein's Relativity, and talking about quantum physics and uh, classical physics and all sorts of fun stuff. And yeah, time travel's possible. What up? It's going to be so awesome when I actually comes to be uh i don't know if we'll ever get there at a, a mass level but at a subatomic particle level it's cool anyway um i also am very much studying decision making processes in the brain and how um, surroundings affect the brain and the different parts of the brain and like the neurocortex and and how you know emotions and logical decisions are made and how they fight and how they battle and basically i've come to a very very important realization and uh, i'm gonna say actually i'm gonna hold hold it off to um until the end but basically uh Once you understand how your brain works, you're set, right? Once you figure out how you make decisions... And how your brain comes to those decisions and and how you do those, you can essentially have anything you want in life or have a very good understanding of life, at least your life, because now you know how you make decisions. And I would venture to say that an overwhelming majority, probably like 90% plus or more of people on this earth have no idea how they make decisions or how decisions are formed. They just go with whatever feels good and it's just, it's ruining our society, it's ruining our world. But anyway, as you can tell, we've got lots to talk about this week. So welcome back to the program, buckle in. And um, we're just gonna rock and roll here. Um, I I wanna kind of dive into a couple, like kind of the backstory of how I got into this. And then I wanna talk here specifically today on why, I I wanna keep this episode simple, okay? I don't wanna overcomplicate things right off the bat because this stuff is very, very overwhelming. I have, currently I'm staring at six different charts up on my wall. If you follow me on Instagram at all, which if you're not at Josh 40, you should be following me there, but I'm currently staring at six different charts on the wall, talking all about behavioral economics, society, uh, sociology, philosophy, um, psychology, quantum theory, quantum physics, all sorts of crazy things. I also have another chart over here that talks about truth and absolutes and all sorts of crazy things. I'm basically turning my whole office into a, I don't know, a lab of, of sorts, but there's, I could very much overwhelm you with everything that I've been learning. So, the purpose of this episode, and the point that I want to drive home here today, is how your brain essentially makes decisions at a very very um i guess maybe not that it's more of more of the the, the battle between the 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 conscious brain and the subconscious brain, the logical part of your brain and the emotional part of your brain, and how surroundings. Uh, Uh, Your surroundings affect that to a, a massively crazy extent. One of the things that I've recognized in past episodes is I've talked about that it's important, and I've mentioned that it's important, and that your surrounding very much affects you, but a lot of you guys have messaged me on Instagram and said, hey, listen, Josh, like we want to know more about that, so I want to kind of break it down, trying to put it very simply because I'm not an expert at this, and like I said, I've read tons and tons of information, so I don't want to overwhelm, but I do want to provide information that could potentially be helpful for you here. So, let's dive in. So how did this all come about? Well, let's back up. So about, I don't know, six, eight months ago or so, I got really fed up. I was fed up with the internet marketing space, I was fed up with the business world, I was fed up with myself for not being able to figure things out, I was overwhelmed, I was kind of in a depressionary state, not like actual depression, but like I was just depressed because of information overload and Instagram, call it Instagram depression or social media uh, depression or perfection depression, whatever you want to call it, of all these people claiming to have the answers and everybody living glamorous lives and yada, 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 and I'm not even on social media that much anymore and it was really affecting me, so for those that are on social media, I can't imagine how it was affecting them, but anyway, so... So I'm at this date and I'm like, you know what? I've got to take a step back. I've got to figure out what truth is. So... Uh, beginning of the year, end of last year, beginning of this year roughly, I start kind of studying and and learning a lot more about mindset. Obviously, end of last year, I started studying quantum physics and I'm like kind of fascinated by this whole concept because, you know, as you may or may not know, last year, throughout the year, I had had different psychedelic experiences with, you know, different uh, psychedelic drugs and and kind of had an out-of-body experience and just all sorts of stuff. So all of a sudden, this mindset stuff and this concept of reality and everything started really making me question a lot of things, right? And so, beginning of the year hits and I start studying these things and I'm like, whoa, holy crap. Society, the world as we know it is not what it seems and I think like I said, those psychedelic experiences probably are the things that gave me the biggest realization of that. It was like an eye-opening experience but I wanted explanations for this and I'm a very practical person, right? And psychedelics are great and you know, it, it, they serve their purpose for the time being and I'm not encouraging anybody to go do them but I think they have their place uh, but I'm a very practical person. If I can't use it in reality and in a day-to-day basis, then it doesn't really serve a purpose. Like I need to be able to use it on a practical day-to-day basis. And so mindset is one of the things that I realized like, hey, this is a practical day-to-day basis thing. But in order for me to effectively use my mindset correctly and, and really capitalize on this and see the world for what it is, I have to better understand how the world works. I have to better understand how the mind works and all these different things. So at the beginning of the year, I start really going in and I start studying Uh, decision-making. And I started studying mindset and the brain and how it works and quantum physics and designing the life that you want to live and the law of attraction and all those things. And so time goes on and I'm becoming more and more fascinated with it. I stop selling courses. I basically get out of the internet marketing space more or less. And I start a a new business with my business partner where we're doing marketing strategies and like funnels for uh, more like people outside the ClickFunnels world, more like, they're offline or have sold offline and have come online or are trying to get online but aren't having a lot of success with it. And so we start targeting these people and we start working with them and uh, I, you know, I'm working with them on mindset issues. I'm working with myself on mindset issues. And then I'm I'm pretty deep into this, but I'm also pretty deep into building businesses. And I'm very, very business focused with all of this, Right. And so sometimes when you are in something so deeply, you, it's hard to take a step back and take an objective view of things, or it's hard to see things for what they are because you're oftentimes blinded by it. And it's very important to take a step back, but oftentimes that's hard to do and we don't know what that looks like. Well, then my life radically changes. My brother dies uh, in a tragic helicopter crash. And you guys know about that if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time. This was about uh, two and a half months ago now that this happened. And it... Totally and completely and radically changed my life. Like, I would not wish it on anyone, but oh my gosh, it has been the most transformational experience that I've ever experienced, but... What this did was forced me to take a step back from business and truly look at reality for what it was, truly look at life, truly look at the mind, truly look at so many different things, and I really started studying more than just business mindset. I started studying mindset as a whole and decision-making specifically as a whole. I got into psychology and philosophy. Those are two very you know very big pieces of what I'm studying right now, along with physics, but physics came uh, a little bit later, like a couple weeks later. Now, just for the sake of this conversation, I want to just tell you, for those that might not know, the difference between psychology and philosophy. So the definition of psychology is the scientific study of the human mind and its functions, especially those affecting behavior in a given context, okay? So that's psychology, And then philosophy is the study of the fundamental nature of knowledge, uh, reality, and existence, especially when considered uh, as an academic discipline. So I'm basically going in, I'm like, okay, I'm studying knowledge and reality. And I'm also studying the human mind in a specific context. And the the human mind in this particular context, I'm saying in a decision-making process or decision-making context and a decision-making context in specifically in the success realm or people that want to better themselves, people that want to get to the next level, uh, build a business, chase their passion, whatever, whatever, what have you. Now, I've broadened my search now, but that's kind of where it started at and I have lots and lots to study there and that's led me down many different paths. So I started studying all these things and my mind is completely shifted because one core thing that I realized is that as I started studying these things that I didn't realize before, and I, I think I've heard it and I'm sure you've heard it as well, but I didn't understand the importance of it, is the fact that we, and I say we, generally speaking, an overwhelming majority of people do not understand how their decision-making process works. And that's really where I wanna dive down in on and focus on today because this is absolutely crucially important. Because we do not understand how our decision-making process works and we have no concept of how we make decisions. Now, we, in the first context here, saying we as in general, we we as a general population do not know how our decision-making works in general. Like Most people don't know how the brain works. And then we or should i say you more specifically on a the second half of that you as a person I would bet to say probably don't know how you make decisions on a daily basis. And I don't mean from a psychological level or from a a, a mindset level, I actually mean, I'm sorry, from a, um, a scientific level of like how the brain actually functions, but I mean like the principles upon which you make decisions. How do you decide what's right and wrong? How do you decide whether or not you're gonna do something as simple as filling up water or watching a video online or driving a car at a certain speed? Like how do you determine whether or not you're going to do that or not? If I were to ask you that question, I would venture to say that most people do not know the answer to that. And so, and, and I have found that to be true, both in my studies with this, and also just, I didn't know how I made decisions um, when I first got into this whole thing, and I was like, holy crap, this is insane. So, I started studying this. Now, I wanna break down the brain into two separate parts here because this is gonna be very, very helpful because I want to show you how specifically your environment affects your decision-making so much and how your conscious mind is different than your subconscious mind and how emotions and logic decisions are made because most people make decisions based off of emotion rather than based off of logic. So I'm going to first explain the two parts of the brain and I understand that there's many, many more parts of brain than this, but I'm going to break down or break the brain essentially into two parts, the upper and lower levels. And then I'm going to kind of paint a picture on how our environment and what we surround ourselves with and who we surround ourselves with affects the brain decisions now that we understand the two different parts of the brain. And then I want to talk about how society and social media and just everything in that is completely screwing us and how you actually really cannot trust anything on social media. And that's kind of how we'll wrap it up here. So I know we're kind of uh, in pretty deep already, like what, 10, 12 minutes in before I've gotten to this point, but this is important, okay? So let's break down the brain. So the brain is essentially broken into two levels. Now, before I say this, The brain is more complex than we can even begin to fathom. And in fact, okay, there are so many billions and billions and billions of connections in the network of the brain, Uh, like a single cubic centimeter of the brain tissue, like there are more connections in a single centimeter, a cubic centimeter of the brain than there are stars in the Milky Way galaxy. Okay, I want you to think about that. All the stars in the Milky Way galaxy—that's the galaxy that we're in. Uh, there are more connections in a single cubic centimeter of the brain. That's how complex it is. So this is an incredibly simplified version, but let's dive into this nonetheless. Okay. So the upper level, or the uh, the high end of your brain, the upper level part of your brain, is what we're going to refer to as the conscious part of your brain. the the logical or the Place or the part of your brain where logical decisions are made. This is where you can think through things logically. You're consciously aware of what you're doing. The fact that you're like, oh, I am aware that I'm picking up this pen right now. I am aware that I'm reading a book right now. I'm aware that I'm listening to a podcast right now, right? I'm aware that I'm driving to the gym right now. Like being aware. This is the part of your brain when the awareness is there, the consciousness is there, and uh, you can think through things logically. So when you sit down and face a decision, you're going to think through it logically. That's that part of the brain. The lower part of the brain, or the second part of the brain that we're going to refer to, is the lower part of the brain, and this is where your subconscious takes place. And this is also where all your emotional decisions are made. So obviously, we all have emotions, and we make emotional decisions. In fact, most people make more decisions based off of emotion than they do logic. Now, that's scary for two reasons. One, because if you are making emotional decisions, they're not rational decisions most of the time. They're emotional, so you tend to make bad decisions. And second, because this is also where the subconscious mind is. So a lot of times, you are doing and making decisions with your subconscious mind based off of emotion, and you don't even realize that you're doing it, okay? So your subconscious mind, in contradiction to or the opposite of your conscious mind, is you doing things without even realizing you're doing it. So for example, subconsciously, you are breathing. Subconsciously, you know how to walk. You don't even think about walking. You don't even think about you know driving a car anymore. You just get in and you do your routine. And you do things every single day out of habit, out of routine because of your subconscious mind, all right? And that's a very important concept to understand because uh, you're doing these things in the part of the brain where emotions primarily take place. And there's a constant battle going on between or think of it as a constant battle between the, the logical part of your brain, the upper level where the consciousness happens and the lower level where emotion and subconscious takes place. And so your subconscious behaviors take, how do I say this? Let me back up. Your subconscious decisions and behaviors are formed due to repetitiveness of something that you become okay with. So let me let me say this in a different way. What you surround yourself with on a daily basis becomes regular and familiar, okay? So what you do regularly becomes familiar to you. Now, I don't care what it is that you're around. If you're around something enough, like let's say you're around something for 365 days in a row, it doesn't matter what that thing is, that is going to become familiar to you. And the more familiar that you become with something, the uh, more okay with it you are or the more normal it becomes to you, all right? The more normal something becomes, the more your subconscious is programmed to remember certain things and you start to do habits without even thinking about them because the more habits are formed when something becomes normal, okay? So you're around stuff, you're around it a lot, it becomes the norm to you, right? And the more something becomes normal, the more habits are formed, When habits are formed, they go into the subconscious mind. So now you're doing things, habits, subconsciously based on your surroundings, based on what is normal to you. Now, mind you, this is all taking place in the lower cortex, or I'm sorry, the lower part of the brain where the emotions are taking place. Now, when you first enter something, when you're very, very first like enter a brand new scene or reality, and it's not normal to you. You're not familiar with it. You haven't formed any habits there yet because it's, it's new. It's scary. Guess what's taking place? Your, your logical part of your brain up top is like, oh my gosh, and it's analyzing all these different things. And it's sending signals down to the, the lower part of your brain and all over your body. And you're in defense mode and you're analyzing things and just it's how your brain works. And so you logically go through and you go, okay, that's safe, that's safe, that's safe, that's safe, that's safe, that's not safe. And you program things in your mind, in your, the logical part of your brain and you send them down to your subconscious brain as normal. However, you are not always necessarily aware of what it is that you are making normal and not normal. Sometimes those things happen at a subconscious level, right? Like Because you're taking in so much information, you're making generalized statements about things. Okay, like this apartment is safe when you walk into an apartment or this park is safe, this building is safe. But there might be things in that that are not safe that make it down to your you know, your, your lower part of your brain into your subconscious mind. And you've said, yep, this is safe. Why? Because it's familiar with you now. Where because you haven't studied it, because you actually haven't figured out all the parts and pieces of it and really looked at it all as a whole, things that might not be safe or safe is maybe not the best word, but might not be healthy or might not be okay with you or, or might not be something that you want to do, they make it down into your subconscious mind as a normal routine. So you've got to be very careful of this because if you don't realize what's going on, then your subconscious mind is going to obviously program it and say, oh, this is normal, this is safe, when in reality, it might not be something that you want. So when things come in, your subconscious mind is sitting down there going, okay, this is safe, this is normal, right? Because it's been a routine. You've done it so many times now. You, it's They become familiar with it. What becomes familiar uh, ultimately becomes uh, a routine and routine goes into the subconscious mind. We talked about that, right? So now... You've got all these things in your subconscious mind that you're doing without even thinking about it and you're not even realizing the effects that it has on your brain. You're not even realizing the effects that it has on your life, on your decision-making, all these things because you're doing it subconsciously, right? Now, when you are faced with a decision, most of your decisions, because they are already programmed in your subconscious mind, because most of us stay in the same routine over and over and over and over and over again, your decisions are already at a... um, once again, I'm trying to simplify things down, but your decisions are basically already made for you, all right? How often you fill up your water bottle, how often you use the restroom, how you drive, how you talk on the phone, how much time you spend on social media, those are basically all predetermined by habit in your subconscious brain. You're not using your logical brain at all. You are not using your conscious mind to make decisions, okay, because you might use them to make initial decisions, but if they can get past that, initial part of your brain where you're making logical decisions and make it down into your subconscious mind as okay, as safe, then guess what? They're in your brain and you're doing them without thinking about this. Now, I want you to think about how this can affect you when you get around surroundings that you uh, m- may not even realize that you're around. For example, social media. Okay, So Let's say you start spending time on social media and chances are, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you spend probably a fair uh, amount of time on social media, as did I. At one point, I was spending seven to eight, nine hours a day on social media, an insane amount of time. But quite frankly, that's kind of normal in today's society. Well, basically, our mind, our conscious mind that the the upper level of our brain that makes logical decisions goes into social media and let's say you're in the business space the entrepreneurship space like I was in we go around and we look at smart people that are putting out content so we look at the Russell Brunson's of the world and you look at Ty Lopez and you look at Gary and you're like oh they're on social media they're smart they're helping and being helpful, great, this must be okay. So you start consuming a little bit more of their content, a little bit more of their content, and that leads you to start consuming other people's content, smaller influencers' content, right? And then social media is over there referring videos to you, referring posts to you, and you start getting more and more engaged, and soon enough, you're spending four, five, six, seven hours on social media every single day, consuming mass and mass amounts of content. Well, guess what? You have now gone and said, as a general rule, hey, listen, spending four hours a day, well, first off, you said, basically said, listen, social media is safe. Right? Social media, we don't have any red flags. It's made it past your logical brain, the upper part of your brain that's basically said, hey, it's cool, no harm here, all good. Logically, from an objective point of view, saying, hey, is social media cool to go on? Yes, it is, great, cool. You've made a decision to go on social media. Now, it's come down into your subconscious part of your brain where you wake up every morning, you're checking Facebook, you're checking Instagram, or whatever, you're consuming content. Throughout the day, you are going to social media or your favorite influencers to get information rather than the source of information and facts themselves. You choose to buy from an influencer or a person. And when you trust someone, and you know we talk about the no like and trust you factor in marketing and you know people buy from people they like and yada yada, like we know all these things. When you do that, when you have identified in your brain, social media is okay and I like said person. So we're just gonna name this guy Bob just for the sake of this conversation, right? I like this guy named Bob. He's on social media. He's putting out content. Your subconscious, whether you realize it or not, is taking everything that Bob says and basically saying, yup, I like Bob. I trust Bob. Therefore, what Bob says must be true. And you're not even thinking about it. And now you're spending hours and hours and hours and hours on social media consuming content from 10 or 20 or 30 or 50 different Bobs, right? all over there, you're getting this information and your subconscious is processing these things and it's kind of like, it's just happening without you even thinking about it. And yes, you might think about certain things in your logical mind and you might look at that and go, oh, that makes sense. And that might you know, go down to your uh, you know, subconscious mind. But the more time you're spending on social media, even if that's in a logical state, even if that's in a state where you're in the upper part of your brain, right? Where you're saying, oh man, I'm gonna look at Gary today or I'm gonna look at Ty today. Or I'm gonna look at whoever today. And you're doing that, Consciously and you're doing that with you know awareness, you're still sending signals down to your subconscious brain that these things are okay. And so these become more and more of your routines. And then you get emotionally attached to these people. And then when you're emotionally attached to them, subconsciously you're just always gonna go back without even thinking about it because you're emotionally attached. Because emotions happen in the same part of your brain where the subconscious takes place. So you can now see that this heavily, heavily, heavily affects or your surroundings. I'm sorry, heavily, heavily, heavily affect your thought process in your decision-making because now when you're making a decision, most people are not making decisions in their logical part of their brain, especially on a day-to-day basis. And their subconscious mind is making decisions based off of what? Based off of what is familiar, based off of what is regular, based off of what is habit. And the more familiar, the more time we spend with something, right? The more familiar it becomes, the more habits we form in it, the logical brain goes, okay, it's cool, great, no, no red flags here, pass it on to the uh, uh, subconscious part of the brain, the subconscious brain goes, okay, cool, and you form habits. And now, basically, whatever you're around starts becoming what you are like. This is how the brain works. Okay, now, like I said, very, very sub, or I'm sorry, very, very simplified level of this, a very simplified concept of a very, very complex brain. And I know this is very much oversimplified. But, do you see how powerful this is? You are making decisions every single day subconsciously with emotion. Just because you don't realize you're making a decision doesn't mean you're not making a decision. Just because you make a decision without thinking through it fully and understanding the consequences of it doesn't mean that at one point in your brain, you didn't go, yup, and give your brain permission to make that okay. Okay. So if every single day you're surrounding yourself with, say, negativity, guess what's going to be okay and normal? Negativity. If you're surrounding yourself with influencers that are giving out bad information or information that's not pertinent to you, guess what's going to become normal? Bad information. If you're surrounding yourself with the Instagram lifestyle and seeing everybody on boats and Lamborghinis and making millions of dollars when they're really not. Guess what's just going to happen? You're going to think that that's normal and since you don't have that life you're going to get depressed. And since you don't have that life, you're going to go, "Oh, I'm, you know, I'm doing something wrong." When in reality, Instagram's all fake anyway. So every single different thing that you do goes to now affect your brain. But on the flip side of that, if you surround yourself with wisdom, if you surround yourself with you know, good information if you're getting off of social media and you're going to the sources, which is why I'm studying physics and why I'm studying psychology and why I'm studying philosophy. It's why I read, you know, over 700 pages this weekend. Why? Because I want to understand things at a very core level. I want to understand truth. I want to understand all these things so that my subconscious mind is constantly communicating. I'm constantly challenging myself in my, my, conscious mind, my upper level of my brain, I'm constantly challenging myself there so that my upper level brain is constantly sending down information to my subconscious mind. Now, through things like meditation and things, you know, through other avenues, you can get these things very much in sync and make yourself make logical decisions on a daily basis and make your subconscious mind smarter and more programmed, but we don't have time to go into that on this episode here. But, When you are constantly challenging your mind and constantly getting around good information and constantly learning more, you're constantly setting new signals down and your subconscious mind is constantly updating and learning so that you're making good decisions. So when I tell people, how do you make decisions? Most people have no idea, A, like I said, how their brain works, B, the principles in their life that govern their decisions. And everybody has principles on how they make decisions. They don't know what they are, but everybody's got them. Most people are getting them from social media or from an influencer and guess what? And here's the worst part of it all. That influencer probably got it from another influencer or somebody else. And we live in this messed up internet marketing world or internet world. It's like this fake society where like one person learned it from somebody else who learned it from somebody else who learned it from somebody else who learned it from somebody else. It from somebody else. And it's so far removed from actual truth, actual reality, actually what works. It's been repurposed so many times and then you're listening it to, to it from that person. And that person's giving you information that isn't even accurate. It may be true for them, but that does not mean at all it is true for you. It is their interpretation of something. And so now you're taking that in and you're going, what in the heck? And now you're telling your subconscious that that's okay. But if that's completely wrong information, I don't care how good of a person you think that person is. You're still getting diluted, for lack of a better term, information. And if you don't have a strong subconscious and a strong conscious, a strong decision-making pattern, you will have no clue how to determine whether or not that is right or wrong, whether or not that that's something you should implement or not. And your principles, instead of having them and defining them for yourself, your principles will just by default become what anybody else or everybody else tells you that they should be subconsciously without you even realizing it. Do you understand how powerful your environment is? I hope this helps explain it and like I said, it's, it's not this simple, but it is this simple, right? Like there is so much more that goes onto it or into it with the brain and how it all works. And the, like I said, the, the neocortex and the um, entorhinal cortex and like all sorts, of, I mean, the celebrium brain, just all sorts of stuff. But you don't need to know any of that right now. We'll go into that on a later episode. Understand, for the sake of this conversation in this podcast episode, there's two parts to your brain. Upper, which is conscious consciousness and logic. Lower subconscious and emotion. Your conscious brain goes out there and goes, Oh, this is normal. We're out here. It's regular. We're doing it lots. What becomes regular or what you do regularly becomes familiar. Familiarity breeds habits. Habit goes to your subconscious mind to do over and over and over again without thinking about it. And you get emotionally attached. When you're emotionally attached to something, you're going to default to it because you're emotionally attached. And that happens in the subconscious part of the brain. So if you're not incredibly careful with your environment and your surroundings, you're going to screw yourself over. And On the flip side, if you just get around good people, if you get around good information and you're constantly consuming good information, it is literally impossible for you to have and keep bad habits for life. Like you will change. It works both ways. Okay, like I said, lots of information. As you can tell, my mind's been racing. I've got all sorts of good stuff going on. This week's gonna be a super exciting week for the podcast moving forward. I mean, it's just gonna be such good information. We got more interviews coming up uh, here in a couple weeks and I'm just so excited uh, for... Everything, everything that the podcast is turning into. So anyway, that is all I got for you today. Uh, As always, hustle, hustle, God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are gonna be the ones that change the world. Do me a favor. If you know someone that you could share this episode with, share the podcast out. Let's get some new listeners in here. We won't really want to go change the world. We really want to help people understand the consequences and benefits of their actions, how their brain works, how their decision-making processes work. And uh, I think this is a really good episode to kind of get them introduced to that. So share this to one people, three people. If uh, you, know, you send me a message, you're like, dude, I sent it to three people. I don't know, I'll send you a message back and... Well, I'll send you a message back. There you go. Um, But shoot me a message on Instagram. Uh, Also, I love resharing your guys' stories on Instagram. So if you're listening to the podcast, take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram story. I'd love to reshare it on there. I appreciate you guys. All right, like I said, do not be afraid to think different. telling you, once I started thinking different, once I started studying these things, my whole entire life and world changed and it can for you as well. I love you all and I will see you on the next podcast episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace.